This week's episode of the Day One Dolphins podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor, Nexus IT Services. Nexus is basically your standard IT help desk, engineering team, and CIO packaged together and bought for a monthly or hourly rate. Nexus has got it dialed in. They are a jack-of-all-trades type of IT business. Nexus provides a great value by being proactive in fixing issues before they occur. They continually assist you with optimizing your IT environment. Issues can be monitored and fixed remotely on the fly with a simple phone call or email to their help desk. Businesses that decide to use an MSP like Nexus greatly benefit from not having to deal with the day-to-day operation and tedious tasks that are required for their IT infrastructure. This allows businesses to shift the risk of the MSP and allow them to focus on managing the other higher business priority to increase their business objectives and bottom line. If you or someone you know would like to consult with Nexus IT services, reach out to them at www.nexustechfl.com or you can reach out to them via email support at nexustechfl.com or by phone at 772-204-0252. That's another Miami Dolphins. Right here, one play at a time. Don't worry about any other play. Third and two, third and six, third and 15. Throw me the ball. Incredible catch by Gesicki. Fans want to win again. Last one. Jones from the gun, third and two. It's picked. Intercepted. It's your favorite one degenerate back with another day one Dolphins podcast again hosted by your boy ouch follow me on Twitter at YFinsYY got nobody with me today rocking a solo episode but I'll still ask you to go ahead and follow my boy Chief Sut at Chief Sut on Twitter he is working he is going to be out of town a couple more days and he's going to come back and we're going to talk about what happened in this Bears game uh let's see uh a lot of people like the, the uh, Lions game that I did. I just kind of jotted a bunch of notes together. And if you notice, as you've heard me go and say a couple times, you know, I was right about just about everything I was saying. But, you know, no worries. I jotted some interesting notes down here to talk about the Bears. So we're just going to start off and keep it about, let's go ahead and say, their offense. All right, first I want to run down the Chicago Bears and who they've played. Their schedule opened up, and they played the Niners. They won that game 19-10. to If you watched that game, you saw the Niners were kind of beating the shit out of them in the first half of the game, and then it started pouring down rain. Once it started pouring down rain, Niners fell apart. Bears had a fun day. They were sliding around in the mud. It looked like a, a game they weren't supposed to win, and you, know, you could tell they were excited to win it. Uh, second game, Packers, they get demolished, always will. Even in the worst state of the Green Bay Packers, they're still going to lose to them. Um, they beat the Texans, who are like 1-6 at this point in the season, so not super impressive. Uh, it was 23-20 to as well, so it was close. Um, the Giants beat them 20-12. to The Vikings beat them 29-22, to another divisional matchup. The Commanders only allowed them to score seven points. And then we saw the uh, Thursday or Monday night football game was the Bears and the Patriots, and the Patriots looked awful. That was the benching of Mac Jones uh, against the Bears, 33-14. to The Bears win that one, and then they get smacked by the Cowboys, 29-49. to So Sutt left me some notes about the Dallas game. Uh he said Dallas drove right down the field, opening two drives, no problem. 
but Justin Fields can really run. Um, Kendall Vildor is a cornerback. He's a liability. They attacked him for like three plays straight, four drives, four TDs in a row for Dak Prescott. Um, a lot of this is going to touch base with what I'm saying. If I pull up some of these stats, it looks like, all right, to get an idea of the Chicago Bears offense, they lead the NFL in rushing attempts. So off the bat, that's what they want to do. That's their identity. They're going to pound the rock. Um, they're second in the league in yards per carry at 5.7 yards per carry. And to compare that to Miami, the Dolphins are at 3.9 yards per carry. We are not very efficient at running the ball. Um, it's worth noting that directly after Chief Sut and I ended the last podcast, like literally 30 minutes afterwards, we made those two splash trades uh, about, you know, uh, Bradley Chubb and uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. I think they're both great trades. We'll touch a little bit more on it when, when Sut gets back, but I'm pretty sure he agrees with, with me. Um, Jeff Wilson, super underrated trade as well. That guy, that guy's top 15 in rushing yards right now in the league. And we traded away at, at Chase Edmonds. Jeff Wilson Jr. coming from the 49ers. He already knows Mike McDaniel really well. He already knows the system really well. He's already been in a backfield with Raheem Mostert and seen the success as the number two punch behind Raheem Mostert. Um, we know they're going to keep Raheem Mostert on some sort of like a pitch count because he's got a he's older and he's got a hurt knee. So this is perfect for the Dolphins, in my opinion. Um but back to the Bears. The Bears lead the league in rushing yards, and that is at 1,507 yards. And comparatively to the Dolphins, that is double. That's over double. The Dolphins have 705 rushing yards. Um, but on the other side of that coin, the Bears are bottom four in completion percentage passing the ball. Uh, they've attempted as a team the least amount of passes in the league at 160 attempts uh, they've completed the least also at 94 so they've taken the least amount of attempts at passing the ball at 160 and completed the least amount at 94 eight games in and they've only completed 94 passes i mean what's that math come out to let me see real quick uh, 94 passes divided by eight that's 11.7 passes a game on average that's you know so we're not looking to be too worried about the, the, them throwing the ball. But what's interesting is, despite their lack of, you know, uh, attempts in per game throwing the ball, they do actually average a pretty high amount of yardage per attempt. And I think this is, you know, indicative of what you get when you play the Chicago Bears with Justin Fields. They're going to pound the ball, run the ball, run the ball. It looks like they're losing most of the game. Run the ball, run the ball, and then he just scrambles and will throw a bomb for like 40 to 60 yards. And, you know, that's kind of uh, inflating that number of yards per attempt because, A, he doesn't attempt that many to begin with. B, when he does, he's throwing these bars balls that, that are going super far, and he can throw that ball. He really can wing it. Um it's gonna. He looks kind of silly sometimes, like Zach Wilson out there running around in circles. But he also can can make you pay just deliberately as a rusher a lot more than Zach Wilson ever would. He does have the second least passing yards. Um, they or the Bears do in the entire league, twelve hundred and four passing yards. The Dolphins double that at twenty four fifty five. I'm pretty sure Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill combined 
have more passing yards than the entire Chicago Bears. They have more receiving yards than the Bears have passing yards. They've only scored seven passing touchdowns compared to Miami's 15. So kind of paints a pretty clear picture there of what you can expect. Um, when it comes to Justin Fields, he leads the league in sacks taken at 31. And if you were to divide that up, I think that comes out to 3.8 a game. So on average, you can expect to sack Justin Fields about four times a game. He has a 58.5 completion percentage, which is awful. Um, the most he's ever thrown the ball, I think, is like 22 or 25 times in a game. And that's only happened like once. Um, he's only thrown for 200 yards once in his in, in uh, the year so far. And it was like 202 or 205 yards. Other than that, he's in the 100s. Um, but then again, you know, on the other side, as a, as a runner, he's he's got almost as many rushing yards as Raheem Mostert does for us. So uh, I think we bode well against um, the Chicago Bears because... We are letting up some of the least amount of running or rush yards in the league. We've been pretty great against it. So I think that we stand a fair chance against this offense. Um, and if if not, puts us in a, a similar situation to the Lions because despite the Bears being good at running the ball and having possession of the ball, they also are... Not too great at defense. They are bottom five in the league in sacks. They have allowed... Actually, they have a lot of interceptions, though. So they've only allowed seven passing touchdowns, and they have nine interceptions. They allow 6.8 yards per attempt in the air. And to put that in reference to another number, like Miami's defense at this point is allowing 7.3 yards per attempt in the air. But then, same thing. Another side of that coin, the Bears have allowed the second most rushing yards in the league, which is around... They they let you get around 5 yards per carry. And Miami's only allowed 805 rushing yards, which equates to 4.2 yards per carry. So almost a whole yard every time someone touches the ball on either time, uh, either team difference, Miami better. Um, they've also allowed 14 rushing touchdowns. But they are top four in interceptions in the league. They do have eight forced fumbles. Um, comparatively, Miami has five. So you can see what kind of ball they're playing. It, they're going to commit some penalties. Kind of hoping that it doesn't rain because I think it's happened two times so far, and the Bears have come back and won because of the weather. Um, we're going into Soldier Field. Um, uh, Alf Artega on uh, Twitter pointed out that the last time that Tua played in Soldier Field, they had a different type of turf. Uh, this time, since that last time, they have now changed the turf in on Soldier Field to the same one that the Hard Rock uses. I thought that was an interesting little excerpt on their podcast, Three Yards Per Carry. But weather's supposed to be calming down a little bit. It's not going to be as windy as they thought and anticipated in the beginning. It should be a little bit cold. Interested to see if we're going to see Tua come out and rock like some off-colored long sleeves or something or what we're going to get. But it should be a fun match. Uh, I definitely have the the Dolphins winning this one. I'm pretty confident going into it. I know that's kind of like a curse. Uh, it seems like we lose when I'm this this confident, but 
Uh, I also think Vegas, let's talk about the spread here real quick. They got us winning by four, right? I think that's kind of doing a disservice. Um, if I look at the over-under and it's 45 and a half, that in the spread is four. We kind of went over this for the Lions game. I kind of divided by two and then the difference. So like, it seems like Vegas thinks it's going to be 21 to 24 Miami. And that is kind of how I came up with my correct Lions Dolphins score, which God, if I would have put any amount of money on that and predicted it, I would have made a lot of money boys and girls. Um, but I think Vegas is, is, is going to be wrong this time. Uh, I think it's going to look more like 1730 Miami. I hope I'm right again. Uh, I hope it's an easy game. I hope it's a fun game. I hope Tua gets to air it out. Um, it is worth noting that since the last game that the Bears have played, they trade they traded away um, ex Dolphin pass rusher Robert Quinn, if you guys remember him, um, and they also traded away their arguably their best player. I don't even think it's arguable their best player, Roquan Smith, the linebacker. Uh, traded him to the Ravens. Um, I watched him get a pick in that uh, New England game on Monday night. A lot of Dolphins fans were pounding the table to have you know us trade for him. He's an all-star, uh, super, super sore, sore spot to see him go if you're a Chicago Bears fan. And it bodes well for the Miami Dolphins going in to play against them. Um, so my final prediction, going to stick with 17-30 to 30 here. Uh, if I go two for two on the solo um, stat predictions, you may never hear Sud on the show ever again because we'll just keep predicting it right and I'll just be right. I'll start putting money on it. I'll start giving money away. I'll buy listeners' homes in South Florida, uh, you know, convenience stores, whatever you guys need. But keeping it short this time, popping this one out real late night for you guys. Didn't want to leave you hanging. Appreciate everybody listening. Make sure to follow the boys podcast at Day One Dolphins. Follow me at YFinsYY. Follow Sut at Chief Sut. And Fins up. Bye.